0: Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717.
1: Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker, and we are cruising through retirement. You know, rising inflation continues to dominate the headlines. The market continues to be very volatile up and down everywhere. So the question is, how can you protect your nest egg from all the uncertainty? So on today's show, we're going to outline some strategies to help you do just that.
0: everybody, this is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, been helping folks to get into Brooker. retirement, to Kevin and through it, an for more than 30 years. He's a fiduciary, an investment advisor experience. representative, and, and independent. You'll find him at Silverleaf Financial. In fact, you, you can too. find his website at silverleaffinancial.com. I encourage you to check retirement. that out.
1: Uh, hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, you know what? Uh, It is great to be here, Steve. And I appreciate you mentioning the website. Yeah, silverleaffinancial.com. Leaf like a tree, I always say. And uh, guys, we put a lot of fresh content up there. We update it uh, all the time. We've got a lot of, we've got blogs, we've got videos. So if you have some questions on IRAs or finance, um, or just like to check it out, by all means, feel free, please take a look. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, and, and we're talking about rising inflation, right? It's oh, in the news. yeah,
0: it's it's everywhere. And and people have to be a, a little nervous. Are you hearing from folks? Is that what you know, what's the word on the street, so to speak?
1: You, you know what? My Overall, I would say my clients aren't aren't uh, I wouldn't say the word about it. They're, they're they seem to have an opinion that, well, now I guess I got to work a little bit longer for the folks that are still working. OK, um, yeah, you, you know, and so it's a uh, I guess it's an, there's an acceptance of it and people recognize that. Uh, inflation has been very low for a long period of time. And and so a lot of them look at it and say, all right, well, it's been low for a long time. Hopefully it won't keep on going like it is, you know, but uh, but the reality is, you know, every, the cost of everything has gone higher, right? Or it seems like everything. Um, you know, I saw, I saw a couple of articles we've talked before about rental cars, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, if, if anybody's rented a car, I, I mean, I paid more than double uh, this past summer what I paid two years ago. And, and that was working uh, to find a deal, believe me. Um, I read there's an article out there this week about a woman uh, having a horrible experience with Hertz that actually went viral. I don't know if, if you might have saw it, Steve. I didn't um, see it, no. She had a reservation with Hertz. And, you know, I've run into this be- <laughs> before. You know, you have a reservation and then you get there and they don't seem to have your reservation, right? That's no, right old Seinfeld. Episode, exactly. Anybody- it's exactly what I was thinking of. It's like, you guys, you guys know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold, hold the really. reservation. That's really the most important part. And, uh, exactly. You know, so life's lessons by Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Yeah. Or, um, or planes, trains and automobiles when, when Steve Martin gets to the empty space.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the original, um, you know, so some good comedy in there. Uh, and, and, and when you get in, when you're in that moment, you probably do well to think about that comedy, um, but nonetheless, she had a reservation for a rental car Thanksgiving week. is was supposed to be four or five hundred bucks, and they wanted her to charge her eighteen hundred. Oh and, goodness! And, and not just a couple dollars more, but they went so far as to tell her, "No, we're not going to give you a car. We can't do it at that price. You're going to have to go to a different location." And so then she winds up. This ju- yes, is in New York, by the way. Oh, so gosh. she's going jump calling Ubers to go between you know Queens and Brooklyn and every all over the place. Um, made like twenty phone calls and. uh, I, she wound up getting a getting them to give her a car for you know like a negotiated price that was higher um but then she happened to turn out to be a law professor so
0: oh yeah i can see where that would go viral then all
1: right so anyway she wrote a scathing letter like five pages six pages she posted it online it went viral and guess what the company called her up and they're giving her a refund now all right (laughs) fantastic yeah. So, uh, but the, the the moral of the story is because all of us aren't lawyers, right? No. Um. You, you know, just to be aware, right, that these rental car prices because of everything that happened with the pandemic, with COVID, shutting down, like Hertz. You know, when they started, when this first happened, they laid off like ten thousand employees. Uh, when COVID first hit, spring of twenty, and then uh, after that, they they sold all their cars. They sold them at auction and got rid of a bunch of cars just to raise money because obviously nobody was going anywhere, right? Right. And then they went. And then they went bankrupt. And now they've emerged back out of bankruptcy. And, um, you know, so, so anyway, they're trying to make every dollar they can. So just be aware, guys, that even if you've got that reservation and you think you have a price, you might have to fight to get the company to honor it.
0: Well, all and right? here's another thing is that you might get a used car. I oh, mean, yeah. More than you, I mean, that's where, you know, the, the shortage of used cars is being attributed to these rental car companies buying all these used cars at premium prices.
1: No question. You know what? Have you, no question about it. That's totally true. Cause I, I you know, I'm, I, I I, lo- I love cars. I'll admit that I've been uh, fighting myself to get a new car for a long, long time. Um, you know, but I like to, I like staying on top of it. I look at the prices and, and I mean, the prices of the used car market have gone through the roof. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. It, it's incredible how much, you know, a used car costs now. Um, you know, so I think it's important to be, you know, to be, to be aware of these things, you know, but the, there, there is a, you know, we've got supply chain imbalances. We've all heard about all the boats off the coast, you know, and those things are supposed to be improving. But what's happening is some things are running out, and 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 they're jacking the price of a lot of other things. And so what I say to myself was, well, what if it continues? And what if you're retired, you budgeted for two and a half percent inflation, and now you see four or five? Right. You know, that that's that is going to derail your budget, right? Absolutely. And, and so that's what we want to do. We want to make sure we've got hedges in place, and that we do, and that we do proper forecasting and proper projecting. So when we look forward and we put together an income plan, which is one of the first things I like to do with folks when we're, when we're talking about retirement planning, uh, ideally, we're going to do that guys at least 10 years before retirement, ideally, because there are so many things you can do that you can set up and put in place. If you've got a decade before you retire, there's a lot of things you can do to set yourself up. For instance, if you want guaranteed income of your own, there are ways that I can show you to set it up that you'll get far more income. If you're able to set it up 10 years in advance, All right, you'll get far more income than you would from any other vehicle out there on a guaranteed basis. And so that's why you need the time, you need the time for the account to grow, Um, you know, because some of these annuities are guaranteed growth at seven and 8% when you're using it for income. All right. And if you're a person that just has a social security check and you don't have your own pension as well, then you might seriously benefit from looking at some source of guaranteed income. I like annuities because because of, of many different reasons. Um, for instance, you could put, if let's say a guy's 55 years old, you put a hundred thousand into an annuity and you start your income 10 years later, you're probably looking at close to a thousand dollars a month in income. Okay. All right. And you could not do that from a stock portfolio without the risk of running out of money. So, uh, so you want to be careful, but you want to make sure you have things in place to, to offset rising prices so you can turn on another source of income.
0: Well, yeah. And I I mean, you know, we're talking uh, before the show, we talked a little bit about the sequence of returns risk and how important it is to understand what that is and how that can impact our retirement plan. And the closer we get, the more important it becomes.
1: Oh, no, no question about it. No question. And this is this is perfect because it's exactly what what I'm what I've been feeling about the stock market. And I'm asking myself, you know, are we setting up to go into a correction that could last a couple of years? You know, are we? And the answer is nobody knows, right? Nobody knows. It's It's impossible to know. And so, guys, the sequence of returns risk, or, or some people just say sequence risk. Okay. What it me, you know, what it means is that that how the market performs on a year to year basis when you're getting ready to retire is critical. And if you have all of your portfolio in the stock market right as you're retiring, and then the market starts to go down and down and down, the amount of money that you have that you thought would last forever is now probably going to be gone in ten to fifteen years because the market is going down. And you're having to withdraw from it because you just retired. So I think if you're in a position that you have money in the market and you could stop withdrawals, then I think that would be advantageous. Sure. So I don't. So if you guys are listening, you know this is this is life living near, a, near an air force base. <laughs> it's very fake though. I, I can barely it, hear it, it, it. Uh, it. You know what? It's the sound of freedom, is what we like to say. Uh, <laughs> all right. Fair all enough. Right. And, yeah. So. Uh, um, but what, I was, but what you, don't, you don't want to take, for instance, to give you guys an example, what I did is I went back and I looked, uh, you, and you would do yourself a favor. Do yourself a big favor. If you've got money in the stock market and you're planning on living off of that money in retirement, otherwise using, in other words, using your stock portfolio to generate income for yourself in retirement, which is fine. A lot of people do it, right? The problem is, let's say you've got a million dollar portfolio when you retire, and then for the next two years, the market gets cut in half. Right? Maybe you were thinking you could take thirty or forty grand a year from your portfolio on a million dollars. That most people say you you should be able to do that. So now it's a half a million. So now if you're, well, gonna I don't take like 40 the sound years, of that. Right. You, <laughs> so now you're going to take an eight percent distribution rate from a portfolio, and you get, you can't possibly expect that to last your lifetime. Okay. So so it could be a big big problem sequence meaning. If you're using that money, if you're withdrawing from it, okay. If you're not withdrawing from it, then it might not be as critical. And 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 here's why: because as the market value is going down, and you're withdrawing from it, you're making it. It's you're making those withdrawals make it decline that much faster, right? Which makes it which makes it that much harder to recover from that you know from that big drop. Sure. And you know, if you're on the flip side, if you happen to retire and the market's at a low, you know, let's say you retired in you know February of two thousand nine. All right, right after the market tanked again, you know, then then you might do very well if you happen to time it. But but the point that I want everybody to understand is that is that you have significant amount of risk to your portfolio and your standard of living if you're going to be taking withdrawals from a stock market portfolio um, you're right upon your retirement. Okay. So so there's alternatives though. The good news is there are alternatives. All right. And I'm gonna go over a couple of those in a minute. Great. One thing just to just to come back to that point though. If you guys, because right now we're pretty close to market tap, right? And if you've seen the market, it's been very crazy volatile the last several days, last several weeks. Exactly. Right. Right? After being really calm, right?
0: Yeah. Well, the whole new variant thing that put that through a monkey wrench and everything.
1: Oh, it's true. Yeah, Omicron. And, and what what and what happened to the other Greek letters? Why I mean, why are we skipping all the other Greek I letters? I don't know. You know, I, I had to go back to college because I, you know, I was in a fraternity, I'll admit it. And and uh, so I had, one of the things we had to do was learn the Greek alphabet. I'm going back to try to remember them because I'm like, they, they skipped a bunch of letters. I don't yeah. know why. Um, but anyway, Omicron, you, you know what the reports I've heard are that... Uh, are that the symptoms are pretty mild. Yep. And and so I'm kind of, I, I'm a little bit puzzled actually, because who cares if it's contagious, if the symptoms are mild. Right. Well, especially gonna, how, if you're vaccinated. Yeah. So how, right, well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If you're vaccinated, anybody unvaccinated, I, I personally can't understand it unless there's other health, health reasons for not doing it. Um. You know, everybody should get vaccinated in my view. Uh, you know, I think that's, that, that's the move to make, but if the symptoms are mild, I per, I'm asking myself, why do I care? Why do I care if the symptoms, you know, I mean, it's, I don't care if somebody gets a mild cold, so it, <laughs> no, it
0: doesn't- Well, you make a great point, Kevin. You make it, a great point.
1: You, you know, I mean, are, are you going to take off work? Is it going to affect the production of the company, which affects the you know economic productivity? I, I, don't, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I think the market kind of freaked out on that one. But also, but it wasn't just that though, Steve, right? Because you know what else happened was the Fed, right? Yes, Trump, exactly. Right, chairman of the central bank. Uh, he changed the pace at which the government is going to stop all their artificial stimulus, right? So without getting too deep into the weeds, there's two things going on. One, the government's been buying bonds every month to keep interest rates low, okay? And now what they're saying, they're tapering, which means they're buying less of those bonds every month. And what he announced is they're going to they're uh, accelerate that decline. In other words, they're going to stop buying them sooner.
0: And, and then how does that affect us?
1: Because what it led the market to think is that interest rates might start to go higher soon as well. Um, But the thing is, something to remember: this this is like a two-step. Okay, step one is reducing and eliminating the taper. Step two is raising interest rates. They don't necessarily go together. They're not all in the same step. Okay, you understand? So, so, so nobody knows for sure that they're definitely, you know, that they're going to do that. Um, But those are the things that caused the uncertainty in the last few days. And everybody knows the stock market does not like uncertainty.
0: And <laughs> that's so true. Well, so, and, and so isn't isn't retirement planning the the certainty of uncertainty?
1: You know what? It can be. It can be. But you know what? Let me ask you something, though. Let me ask you: if if you're in a position that you've got Social Security coming in, and then you've got other sources of guaranteed income that cover all of your bills, how are you going to feel about it? How how don't you think that would put you in a, in a much less stressed situation? Oh, absolutely. You know, because what that's what I advocate, what I recommend is let's make sure you got guaranteed income that's for your life, guaranteed lifetime income, so that you know you've got the certainty of knowing that all your bills are covered by guarantees. It it, it doesn't really it doesn't matter to me whether it's Social Security or your a pension from where you worked or an annuity that we put in place or or whatever it is. But I, in my opinion, it should be guaranteed because that's when it, that's going to give you the peace of mind. Of knowing that you know that it doesn't matter. You know what? Yeah, I got some money in the stock market, but it doesn't matter if you're down twenty or thirty percent if you don't have to live off of that money, right? Yeah. And so if it's money, so in other words, you want it to be money you can afford to lose, is my view of the funds that you have in in the stock market when you're retired. I think to me, you should have your nest egg safe. You should have some very safe money as part of your retirement plan that's in something protected um, before you go out and take on a bunch of risk. You know, it's kind of like think of it as a foundation on a house right? You okay. want to have a solid, you want to have a solid foundation before you start building up that uh, building the house, especially before you get to the second floor, right? right. And, and that's how I think about risk. I think about the base. I want the foundation to be solid, safe, guaranteed. And I want to build off of that because if, if something falls, right, if the market crashes, then we know we're still safe because we've got a solid foundation in place. And, and that's what these products can do. The guaranteed products, that's what they can do. No, they're not going to they're not going to give you, you know, 20% annual returns. That's not, that's not where, what, where they're at, but they can give you seven and 8% returns. I, you know what, Steve, I just got a, a, a statement from one of my clients that opened up an annuity contract two years ago. It was um, November, November 20th of 2019, two years ago. And okay, I just got the years. statement. Yep. Okay. So he's at it for two years and, and just to give you guys a couple numbers, he invested three hundred forty-five. No, I'm sorry, three hundred forty-six thousand. All right. Mm-hmm. Then he got an immediate twenty-four thousand dollar bonus the day he put the money in. The company paid him twenty-four thousand dollar bonus. That's seven percent, by the way. Okay, on day one. So even if the, even if the account did nothing, he'd have made seven percent in the first year because of the bonus, right? Yes. But he didn't. He went. The, the account went on to make another seven or eight percent in growth that year, right? And then it did it again this year. And so after two years, his three forty-six has turned into four seventeen. Oh man. Okay. Well, that's, so, I mean, that's what, that really makes sense. 20 I mean, point, that's a 20% return net. Wow. In two years on a product that you're guaranteed you can't lose money because of a market downturn. You cannot lose money because of the market dropping. So the beauty of these products guys is that when the market's doing well and going higher, you can participate and you can make some money when the market's going higher. But when the market drops and goes down, you don't participate at all. You say, no, nope, I don't want any of that," and you don't get any of it. Okay, that's the beauty of these products, and and so I, I'd be happy to show you copies of these statements. I just black out the personal information, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what this is what gets me excited is that you can you can see very nice returns. This is an index annuity. Okay, this is a fixed index annuity, which, by the way, something else: no fees, no charges, no expenses. It's all built into the policy. I'm not claiming that you know. Um, You know nothing is free. We all know that, right? Right. My point is, is, without paying fees and without having market risk, you can see very nice returns from an investment if you find if you work with an advisor that knows what he's doing. Okay, they don't all work like this, guys. And and there are just like there are stocks that you do not want to own, right? There, there there are there are lousy cars. There are cars that are lemons, and there are annuities that aren't worth owning too. All right, there are some contracts out there that have very high expenses, and I wouldn't touch them with a, with a ten foot pole. All right, but there's also some really good ones. Well, and, and that's and, the and
0: advantage it, of working with you, Kevin, is you understand that you know the ins and outs in that world, and and it's a complicated world for sure.
1: It it, it is, yeah. I appreciate that, Stephen. Guys, it is a very it is very complicated. I've been doing this, every, you know, for 30, 30 I started in 1990, so thirty one years. Thirty one years, um, yeah. Yeah, you, you know what my wife sprung on me? To? She, she goes, "That's like so." It's like your Baskin Robbins year. <laughs> and I said, and I'm like, "What? What well, is that?" Me? And, and I don't know if you guys know Baskin Robbins. I do. But they yes. Have thirty-one flavors. Oh, of I get it. Thirty-one flavors. Look at you. 30, thirty-one <laughs> flavors, right? So, thirty-one years. It's my Baskin Robbins year. All right. All right. Yeah. So uh, your wife's funny. <laughs> oh, she is. She's got. She is, She got. She's got a great sense of humor. And. um <laughs> Uh, and I'll tell you what, and, and and her writing is far better than mine too. Okay. Um, you know, many, many other things too. The better half is, you know, is, uh, is, yeah. a, well-deserved, is a well-deserved phrase, um, you, you know, so the, but my point is, is that I've been doing this a long time. I, I I deal with stocks and bonds, everything on the security side as, and I also deal with guaranteed things like annuities um, because legally that's the only way that I can guarantee somebody that they won't lose money because, you know, due to a market downturn is because we have an insurance contract that guarantees it. All right. And so when you're doing this, though, you need somebody that has the ability to look at everything that's available in the market, right? Not just what his company says is, is, you know, our preferred product, right? Or a select whatever name they want to give it. They've got a list. And and, uh, believe it or not, a lot of these things are tied to uh, financial arrangements that the company probably has in place. Uh, A lot of the big brokerage firms have gotten fined because of what we call sales practice violations. All right. So the reason I suggest, you know, I went independent. Is because when I, I used to work at a brokerage firm, I did that for many, many years. Um, but I came upon a situation where I had a, a solution that is exactly what the client wanted, but my firm did not have what a sales agreement is what they call it. They didn't have so, in other words, this product was not on our shelves, so to speak, at the brokerage firm I was at. And they said, you know, I gave it to them. They reviewed it, and they said, no, we think you could, you know, we think we've got products that can do this for you. And I said, well, they don't have as good of terms. So well, that they, they said, well, that's you, you can't sell it. And so I said, okay, wow. well. so I guess this is the point at which I resign. So I, I had to make a decision. Do I do what's best for the client or do I do what my firm wants me to do, which is just recommend something else to them? And I, and I said, you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. And that's when I left and I went independent. And the reason why is because anything that's available to an independent advisor, I, I can recommend if it's, you know, if it's appropriate. You know, to any to to any of my clients. Yeah. And because I want to know, right? Don't you want to know that if you're, let's say, you're building something, you need to have all the proper tools, right? Yes. Well, don't you want to have the best tool for the job, or are you just going to use a hammer on everything you come across? Right. Right. It's it's it, there's a there's a joke in there somewhere. I right? you know it's. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, bag that, of
0: hammers comes to mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, and 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 everything looks like a nail to a hammer. Something, yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> something like that. Yeah.
1: You, you know so you need different tools for different jobs. And, and, and I, that's one of the ways that I look at what I do because I like to segment people's client people, I'm sorry, clients portfolios uh, and their money into different risk categories, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I like, so a lot of folks like to have some money. They say, I want Kevin, I want to keep this safe. I don't want to take a chance. I lose a dime out of this money here. And so that money is perfect in my, in most cases, many cases for something like an index annuity. Now the deal is it's a long-term contract though so you don't ever want to put money in there that you think you might want to pull out in the next year or two. You can take out five or ten percent each year, but generally speaking, you want to leave it there for several years. So it's long-term investment. but for instance, it works well for a lot of folks IRAs because you can take out that required distribution every year. no problem, no penalty. Um, of course, you got to pay taxes which the government which is what the government wants. Um, you know, but but these can be very good solutions depending on the person, the individual's needs. Okay, so so what I hate, what I really don't like, is when somebody lumps them in one category, or they've got a predetermined conclusion already in their mind about oh, I heard a new is or bad. Some of them are, but all of them aren't. You know, some of them are really very good. Sure.
0: Well, and again, that just comes with. I mean, you know, you don't know what you don't know, and and it's always good to get with somebody who knows
1: so that you know. It, you know? you, there you go. There you, 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 because you should know. You should know. You want Do yourself a favor and, and check them out. Set up. A, I'll be happy to have a phone call with you if you'd like to talk to me or we can sit down face to face, come into my office. You know, Or you can shoot me a text or an email. There's a lot of ways we can communicate. My point is that what I feel makes the most sense is to look at all available options. Look at what's available to you. Look at what, what might be a good fit. And, and then you look at the pros and the cons and, and you make your decision from there. You narrow down the list or maybe do a little bit of each. I've got a lot of clients that split money up between various groups because it accomplishes different things. You know, the annuities that are guaranteed, I look at them like another asset class. And in a lot of cases, I'm going to suggest, you know what, maybe you consider it as an alternative to bonds. If you if you believe interest rates are going higher over the next let's say 10 years, then that means bonds are going to lose money in a lot of cases, right? Yeah. Well, why do you want to have a, a, a piece of your portfolio in something that you think is going to lose money? The reason why people put bonds in there is for the stability, the ballast, if you will. But you know what? An index annuity might serve might serve a similar purpose, but it's probably going to give you better returns than those bonds. And so uh, I, I've got a lot, there's a lot of, I can show you research that'll show that you actually, ha- because interest rates are so low now, and because we think they're going higher, there's a lot of research out there that, that, uh, actually shows you can lower the risk of your portfolio by replacing your bonds with a fixed index annuity with good terms. Okay. I like it. I like All the right? sound of that. Yeah. So, so, so you know what, that's, that's something I'd be happy to go through through with you. Cause, cause think about it. The 10 year treasury is at a point and a half lower than that actually right now. Uh, and the 30 year bond is about 1.9. So, Jeez. so, so less than 2% guys on each of these. Um, you know, now, now, if you think interest rates are going to go lower, then, then you might, you know, you could still make money with these bonds. But, uh, to me, the probability is, is that they're going to go higher over time.
0: Well, sure. It only makes sense.
1: Yes. No, no, no question. And so, so going back to what I was saying earlier, um, if you're close to retirement and you've got all of your retirement money in the stock market, do yourself a favor and go back and look at the last 20, 22 years of the S and P 500. Okay. Because the S and P 500 peaked in August of 2000 at around 1500. Okay, from August of 2000, guys, it took seven years. It went down for several years because the market went down in 2000, 2001, 2002. And then it started to come back up, and it just got back to 1500 approximately. Uh, I want to say summer, June of 07, June, July, August of 07, somewhere in there. So it took seven years to get back to break even, and it stayed there for. You had a couple months where you, we felt like you are making money. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Woo. And then bam, the housing crisis hits. And then it went down until I think it was March, February, March of 09. Okay. And bear in mind, we still haven't gotten even 10% above where you bought it. And, and finally, finally by, uh, was it 2013? It finally gets back to your 1500 Mark. So it took you 13 years.
0: That's okay? amazing.
1: 13 years. Well, imagine if you're 65 and you retire, and you've got your entire portfolio, what, what we started talking about earlier, okay? You put all, if you're all your portfolios in the market, and then it you, you happen, to, if you happen to buy something at the top or near the top, guys, the reason I'm talking about it is because we're near the top right now. And, and the market is highly valued, just like it was in 2000. The valuation of it is high, all right? We're near all time highs. Um, you, you know, there's a lot of things that are, are different. Interest rates happen to be a lot lower. Uh, and there's a lot of artificial stimulus out there, but I, I think it's important that you sit down with an advisor and, and just make sure you've got a plan that you're comfortable with. That's a solid plan that won't put you in jeopardy if the market happens to go down for the next several years. Ask yourself if you see negative returns for you know 30 percent. You, know, how is it going to affect you? And 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 if the answer is it won't, then 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 you're, you should be just fine. All right. But if it will affect you or if it will, you know, make an impact, which I think a lot of people it will. OK, it's important to take a look at it now. Look at it now. All right. And, and uh, I think you'd be glad you did. Sure.
0: And again, I mean, you're just talking. I mean, you're just talking good common sense here. And that and that sometimes is lost on people. You know, the common it, sense aspect of this stuff.
1: Yeah, it, it is. And you know what I was thinking is that if, if especially for younger folks, let's say you've only been investing for the last 10 years you've never really seen a down market right because, you know we i think we might have had one year where where it was like flat um, but you really haven't seen you haven't seen a 30 40 50% correction and and so so i i personally um i have no doubt that we're going to see another one of those but nobody can tell you when it's going to happen and and it, it maybe it'll never happen we don't know but but really what i don't want to see happen is because p- people guys it's devastating anyone that's gone through it it's devastating to see that big of a loss in a portfolio because it could possibly change everything in the, in a bad way, right? So so how about if we talk and we set things up and we make sure you got all the bases covered, everything is taken care of and then put your discretionary money in the stock market, money that you don't need to live on. If it does get cut in half, it's okay because we're not gonna be withdrawing from it because I can show you ways to get the income from other sources. And and, and that way you're in a position that you, you'll, you'll be comfortable, stress-free and uh, I call it market crash protection. You'll be covered.
0: I like that stress-free market crash protection. Those are the kinds of things that doesn't that people don't even think exist, and and no, the they, fact that they are and they do, and it's just because
1: you understand and, and you 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 just get it. it, it and you know what? It's it, it is really it is important that that when you when you're looking for an advisor that that you, you you make sure that you know exactly what what products what investments that they work with. You know, do they handle just stocks? Do they, or do they handle just annuities, or can they do both? Are they licensed to do both? And and it, it's very important you know that because if like, like I always like to say, you know, when you pull into a Ford dealership, you know he's not going to recommend you buy a Chevy, right? Because there's a big sign that says Ford. He's got a shirt that says Ford, exactly, right? So it's up; ob- it's pretty obvious, right? Sure. But when you meet with an advisor, it's not like that, right? It's it's not like that, and and so uh, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, there's a lot of people call themselves advisors, but a lot of people aren't fully licensed, you know, to deal with the different part, these different, part, uh, different parts of the market. And, and so it is important. So you know exactly who you're dealing with and what they have the capability to offer. But the reason also why I like, you know, that I think independent is an advantage is because we have the ability to look at everything available in the market. We're not limited to, to what, you know, the, the, the boss at our company said he wants to put on the shelf. And, and, and there are a lot of companies that are limited. They've got a limited inventory, um, you know, so just check it out, check it out. And then you can make a decision after you've got all the information. I think that's the best time to make the decision uh, is after you've had a chance to look at it and see what's out there. 800-975-6717
0: 800-975-6717 is the number you can call to reach Kevin. And if you'd like to connect with him via email, just go to silverleaffinancial.com. You can connect with him there right away. He'd be happy to talk with you. And again, that, that first conversation is is really sort of just kind of getting to know you, isn't it?
1: Yes, it, it really is. And, and, and guys, I never just, you know, I have it on my website as well. There's never a chart. There's never a charge from me for oh, a yeah. phone call or a visit, an office visit. I don't, I don't operate that way. I don't like anyone that does, to be honest. Um, you know, because I think, if it, I think if it's a successful relationship, you know, I'm going to get paid as time goes by. It, it's not; a, I don't have to charge somebody for a phone call. And and so initially, we just—I just, just want to talk, try to get to know you, see what you're looking for, uh, see what you've done in the past, because uh, because that helps give me, you know, shed light on on uh, what you're comfortable with. Um, and just you know, what I tell everybody is that the biggest thing for me is to get feedback from my clients, so I know exactly what you're comfortable with, how much risk do you want to take. Your time frame, your liquidity needs, all these things are, is in the get to know you process, and 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 uh, that's where we start off. I'm not a guy that that pushes some product. Um, what I want to do is get to know you and see how I can help you, and then I want to find uh, the 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 way to best fill your needs with with what's available. and uh, and And that's how we that's how we do it. But there's, you know, I'm I'm happy to answer any questions. If somebody wants to ask you know, ask a question or send me a text or an email, feel free to do it anytime.
0: 800-975-6717 or just visit silverleaffinancial.com. Kevin, I tell you what, when when we started talking about uh, the sequence of returns, well you just took us through that whole path and and there's so much great information there.
1: Uh you know what Steve, I re- I really appreciate that and I think it's it's important. We all know the market can drop, right? Yes. But the fact but the fact is we haven't seen a big drop, you know, and I mean a big sustained drop. I don't mean one or two days, one or two weeks. I mean a couple of years. We haven't seen that in a long long time. And and so don't kid yourself. We we you know the valuation is high. In other words, the market's trading at 20, 22 times earnings. Uh, where historically it it you know that's on the that's on the high side of valuations. If you look at what it's done for the last fifty years, let's say. Right. Okay. So so any professional, if the market drops twenty or thirty percent, any professional is just going to sit back and say, well well we all knew that could happen, right? So so what I'm asking is everybody just go through the exercise and and see how it would impact your portfolio. How would it impact your plans? If you saw, uh, let's say, you saw, let's say it gets cut by a third, how is it going to impact your plans? Okay. All right. So I think it's, it's really important with sequence risk, because you want to be aware of that if you're just getting ready to retire. And if you're putting your income plan together, we want to make, we want to make sure that you've got that money is is, is going to be coming in and it's not going to endanger anything. Right. So All that's right. the big thing that I want to do. And that's the big thing I want to make sure, sure that people have in place so that, you know, you can enjoy that time, whether it's you know, on the golf course or uh, wherever it might be in, in your boat. I don't know. Uh Hanging with the worried. grandkids, you know. Hanging with the grandkids and, and just having a good time, knowing that you've gotten everything covered, everything's in place.
0: Eating ice cream with the grandkids, that's a good idea.
1: <laughs> and you know what? I think that that's the, the Baskin-Robbins idea. That's, that's right. right. That's kind of what I was going back to. Enjoy. And, and you got it. You got it. I, I think that's great. That, doesn't that bring up just like a great summer afternoon? Absolutely. You know? Yeah, you it know? really does. I mean, I, ice cream, you know, and hang, hanging out with the grandkids, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, I mean, again, I, I think you've given us a lot of great information today. What uh, What's the what's the takeaway? You know what? The takeaway is, I, I think it's a good time, you know, as we're going into the end of the year, it's a good time to take a look and assess where you're at. You know, and, and in other words, how much money do you have at risk? Are you comfortable with it? If it gets wiped in half, are you okay? You know, and let's just see where you're at. Double check your allocations. You know, if you've got a lot of tech stocks, for instance, they've ran. So maybe you want to take some profits, reduce that position a little, but take a look, see where you're at. And if you'd like another opinion on it, feel free to reach out to me anytime.
0: Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed.